Balance of Nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I'm a scientist and by all accounts, a health and fitness nut. So I was looking for something that I thought might give me just a little bit more edge. And I've tried many things and I'm very strict in terms of my diet, my exercise, my lifestyle. I'm pleasantly surprised, I must admit. I typically in the winter times have respiratory issues or colds and this is the longest period I can remember where I haven't had one. My body is experiencing something that it's never had and then knowing that the changes because I took balance of nature and it's worth the money. That's all I can say. It's worth the money. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and use discount code KATE. Hi, everyone. It's Kate. I just wanted to mention MyPillow.com to you. You know, there's a lot of holidays and weddings and all kinds of things that we buy gifts for. And not to mention us. We buy things for ourselves. This is the best company for bedding. I mean, from everything from dog beds to pillows to sheets to towels to um, to stopping snoring. I mean, get the green pillow, get the blue pillow label from... Um, MyPillow.com. What an amazing company this is. And Mike Lindell is doing a heck of a job trying to inform everybody about the election fraud and actually have the proof there and show the the proof behind election fraud. Also, FrankSpeech.com. It's a censor-free Facebook. Go to MyPillow.com or you can call the number 800-873-1052. And make sure that you are ordering, put in the code Kate, get up to 40% off now. Oh my gosh, you guys, the products are that good. I'm telling you, I was shocked by them. I was seriously shocked. Make sure you support the show, Truth and Radio, Mike Lindell, and you're going to get great products. It's a great threefer. (laughs) Not a twofer, a threefer. Go to MyPillow.com and get up to 40% off right now. Do it. Thanks, you guys. Freedom or free stuff. You only get to choose one. Call 888-673-1450. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Do you think it's possible that global warming is what led to the coronavirus? Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if that had something to do with it. Sure, yeah. Global warming. Makes perfect sense. Like, I hate when people talk about black women being obese. I hate it. Because it becomes a way to blame us for a set of conditions that we didn't create. We're moving, we're taking care of kids, but our food quality suffers. We are living in the Trump era. And look, those policies kill our people. You can't get access to good health care, good insurance. The research says that black women, when we do the same diets as white women, we lose less weight and we lose it slower, even when we're following the diet than our white women counterparts. And what, and what public health practitioners think is that our stress responses in the body change our metabolism. It's literally that the racism that you're experiencing and the struggle to make ends meet actually means the diet don't work for you the same. And we have to have full disclosure of risks. And when you censor that, you cannot have that. It, change, yeah, it changes everybody's mindset into believing it's safe and, effect, and, and effective. And when you have that, you don't report these adverse events as being associated so with that's, it because you, right, you, you eliminate that's, that's it. You don't their, want to be the fly in the ointment well, of no, a great you, vaccine. No, you don't think yeah. it's possible, right? right? So when a doctor sees a, a miscarriage and says, I've never seen a, a baby like this 
in my entire career where it's so bloody and the brain is split in half and so forth. She's never seen anything like it. And she and and the woman was vaccinated a month ago and she's 25 weeks pregnant. When you have that sort of thing, the doctor says, well, it can't be the vaccine because the vaccine is safe. Wow. And so they, they say, well, it must be a genetic defect. And they report it as a genetic defect and they don't even report it into the virus system. Happens more than you know. That was Dr. Robert Malone, some of his guests, uh, creator of the mRNA, talking about all the um, the things that are going on, the horribleness of this vaccine and people getting it and having all of these problems and then the doctors not wanting to associate it because they say it's safe. They're saying it's safe. They don't even know if it's safe because it's so experimental. Also on that clip was black women um, basically saying that uh, Trump era... What else was there? Uh, Trump era and white women can diet better, I guess. And it's all because of stress and it's all because they can't get a hold of good food. And it's all because of, of uh, bad health care. They keep voting Democrat for health care, socialized medicine and then call it bad. Um, it was amazing to watch them um, absolutely say that racism is the reason they're fat. OK, uh, anyway. I just I had to play that because I could not believe my ears. And did you hear all the women in the audience when uh, she said the Trump era? She just kind of left it there because she didn't know what else to say. The Trump era is making them fat. Well, my gosh. And all the women went, "Uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, welcome to the show. Tom DeWeese is still with us, and I'm so happy about that. He joined us in the last hour, and I asked him to come back and join us for this segment. Uh, Tom DeWeese is the guy when it comes to Agenda 21, Agenda 30, sustainable, garbly gook, whatever they want to name sustainable next. He is the guy that will point to the truth in these matters. Uh, Tucker Carlson last night talked about the fact that... um, that uh, that Biden and his infrastructure plan, it's really uh, it's really to wipe out the middle class, is it not, Tom? It's just amazing to me that they can get away with this, or at least try to. Yeah, when you when you look, I mean, let's let's just be frank here. We're talking about communism. That's yeah. what this really is about, putting right. all this together. And you look at uh, all of the communist plans in the past. The you know, the real goal there is to get rid of the middle class because the middle class is independent. We can stand up and, and take care of ourselves and so forth. We don't need government in our lives. And, uh, they, you know, that, that is a threat to those who want to have government control everything. Now, if that's too radical for you, I'm sorry. Read a history book. <laughs> Amen. Book. But, uh, Amen. Thank you. Know. you. Yep. I just, you uh, make so much sense. And you're, you're going around the country, you're speaking about this, and you're warning people all these affordable housing tracks are popping up in every community in America. And it really is to mix it on up and make sure they wipe out the suburbs, is it not? Absolutely. You know, step by step. First of all, they said suburbs were urban sprawl. And uh, so we can't have that. That's evil. (laughs) And so we have to move everybody into the inner city and put people stacked on top of each other. Isn't it interesting Mm -hmm. that uh, this COVID lockdown, the place where supposedly everything was the worst, was in those cities where everybody stacked on top of each other. People in the rural areas went on pretty much yeah, like uh, normal. Right. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right on that. I mean, it's yeah. pretty obvious. Um, and then also, it just, it just reminds me of all the weird shortages we had. They had no problem getting that affordable housing up, like crazy amounts of affordable housing mm-hmm. all over the country, yet we've had shortages on everything else. That's been a little bizarre, too. It's like pick and choosing uh, the shortages, too. Kind of strange. 
Well, once they have you living in these high-rises, they control the energy use. They control your transportation. They can monitor everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. Now, I can show you a plan for every one of those. Most of them go back to uh, the radical environmental movement, climate change, and so forth. It's all about your climate footprint and all that. Mm -hmm. And so these are their solutions to that. And uh, controlling your transportation, controlling where you go, your independence to go where you want to go without being monitored, and, uh, you know, all these things put in place. That is, that is exactly where all this leads, and that's the purpose of it. Uh, I personally am really mm-hmm. looking forward to getting my little electric cart. Oh, <laughs> jeez. Uh, yeah, I bet. I bet you're super happy about that. <laughs> um, yeah, they really are pressing, um, pressing this on us as far as the dependency. So like you said in the last hour... They give out welfare like candy, create a welfare problem in America in the 1960s that we actually didn't need. We did, there was no necessity to have a welfare program. And the more the government gets involved, kind of like when they put a war on anything, they put a war on cancer, cancer increases. They put a war on anything and it increases. And just like this, it increased uh, the welfare pro- uh, problem in America. And that wasn't a problem, but they they invented this problem. And then they kept shoving money at it. So now we have a bigger welfare problem more than ever. And now they're basically paying people to stay home and not work. And now you have a situation where the housing's cropping up. And what is it? All of us will be in government housing? Hmm. Is that the goal? That is, I mean, that's where it all leads. If you're putting everybody who owns private uh, uh, property out of business or, or out of the, you know, not having private property, then what is the solution? There is no other way to say it, but it becomes government housing. That's the only place it comes from. Now, it's interesting. You want to take a walk down the streets of San Francisco and Los Angeles and all these people living in tents and lean-tos and sheds and so forth. And, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, you know, what, where is it all going to go when you get rid of all of the housing? B- business people, people who are in the business of creating housing, can look at what is needed. That's what a free market does. We look at what is needed and provide the solution. And oh, oh mm-hmm. lo and behold, we make money from that. Right. And But other people are served as well. So let me get this right. Politicians pat themselves on the back for taking grant money, which is really tax money, but they don't want to say that. Grant money sounds a lot better because it sounds like it's free and comes off of a tree that they get to pick. So they spend the money on all of this housing. This housing actually traps people into this housing because once you're into this housing, few people ever get out of this housing because you're basically paid by our tax dollars again to stay in this housing. Those housing areas become kind of slummish, right? People will be outpaced out of the uh, homes to be able to afford those homes. So you'll have a lot of the middle class going in there. And the weirdest part about all of this is that we pat ourselves on the back for being nice humans by making sure government programs spend grant dollars, even though, and, and really what it does is, is it kind of alleviates the problem of having to be nice in person, I guess, or in general, to do the right thing by people. And we pat ourselves on the back for allowing these programs to draw us into dependency. That's how we, that's how we pat ourselves on the back to be a nice human in America, I guess. I don't know. Well, that's, that's the language they use. It's a, you know, yeah. but that is the exact fact of what happens. And uh, so... Yeah, we, we have all these, these programs that are forced on us, and 
uh, you know, your your income, if you do mm-hmm. work, your income, <laughs> half of it's gone to pay for all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you have to pay sales taxes uh, with what's left in your pocket to pay for even more. And you see them throwing it away by the trillions of dollars as we're watching right now. And it's not improving anything. It is Everything is control. I want people, I ask this all the time, name me one single thing that government does better than the private sector and makes it work better. Nothing. There isn't anything. Crickets. Nothing. That's, you're going to hear Why crickets. are we giving it to them? I have no idea, but they keep they keep telling us how what a wonderful job they're doing. Isn't that amazing? And And so what do we do? The Freedom Pod. Talk about this, the Freedom Pod. What we're, what we're talking about here is, you know, we have millions of people right now who are as mad as they can be over things that are happening. A lot of them have never been involved in, uh, in activism, uh, you know, in, uh, working on these things before. They've just lived their lives, but they want to do something, but they don't know what to do. And what we are working on is to... Uh, train people, connect people with other people who already are involved in things so they can get, you know, getting uh, moving on their own. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've broken it down. I've I've got an article on my website called What Do I Mean by a Freedom Pod? And I break it down into about eight things that can be done. You have to build a a system in, in a team in your community. And one of the things we're talking about is doing research. Right. You've got to know who your enemy is. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things, every single community in this country has uh, a comprehensive development plan that's being put in place. And this is what these NGOs are creating. Mm-hmm. And the, you look into this, you can see who the players are, where the money's coming from, and what the plans are. You can find who's going to be a victim of this program. And you can go into those neighborhoods and talk to people and say, look, they're going to do this to you. And uh, get, you know, begin to re- recruit those people to your cause. You don't have to have a huge amount of people to do this. If you have 10 or 15 really dedicated people, you can do it. Excellent. And uh, they're, not, they're so I, I have elected officials tell me constantly that our, your side never shows up. They never come mm-hmm. to any of these meetings. But, uh, you know, we can get people what we call the watchers to right. go into uh, volunteer to go to every single public meeting and take notes. They don't have to say anything or do anything. Just take notes of what's going on. You'll very quickly learn who the players are, who are the masterminds behind all this stuff, who those NGO groups are. And uh, then you get the agitators. They're right. the ones who are really good at presenting your case. You don't have to be mean, nasty, or anything else. You've got to be logical. You go in and, and have some compassion mm. and go in and, and, and uh, challenge right. your, your elected officials on this stuff. Begin to change the debate right. on things. We've let the, you know, the whole ground go to them. I agree. And uh, we've got to be you. there. Thank you, Tom DeWeese. Go to AmericanPolicy.org for more information on what he was just talking about. Create a freedom pod in your community. Tom DeWeese, thank you. You're the best. Thank Thank you. you. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Don't go anywhere. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
It's funny how our music and movies kind of dictate what happens here um, and how to feel about it and how to yeah. think about it. Kind of interesting, isn't it? Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. Big thank you to Tom DeWeese. He is the man when it comes to Agenda 21, Agenda 30, and understanding what's going on in America, how our tax dollars are being used, and really how dumb we are as a society that we're allowing it because it really is screwing with capitalism, and it's also screwing with your ability to earn, your ability to live the way you want, and it's very coercive in bringing about more government to your doorstep. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about Mm -hmm. that in just a second, and we'll take your calls too, 888-673-1450. Make sure that you get over to MyPillow.com. Frank's speech tonight, General Flynn will be live on Frank's speech, so I just kind of wanted to let you know about that. And... uh, also, uh, MyPillow.com, if you put in the code word Kate, you'll get uh, up to 40% off. And uh, it's an amazing deal because MyPillow has the most amazing products. And let me just tell you that um, you're going to love the products, but you're also helping the show. I mean, my gosh, what a great twofer and then a threefer because you're helping Mike Lindell expose the fraud. He's having a huge thing in the month of July to expose the fraud going on with the election. And I'm telling you, he's doing some great stuff. Make sure that you help out. Do your part and also get the most fantastic towels and sheets and everything else. You know those cool sheets, the ones you want to get into when it's hot outside and they stay cool and amazing even after you wash them a hundred times? Those are the ones. Uh, This is the high quality sheets we're talking about. Uncle Milty even has them. I do, and I love them. I know. Aren't they great? Oh, they're just, they're just, they're like super soft, but then also crisp and cool uh, cotton sheets. They're amazing. Make sure you get those and, uh, and make sure that you go to mypillow.com for that. What's, uh, I'm going to take the caller in just a moment, but I just wanted to say something about what uh, Tom was saying. We pat ourselves on the back by thinking we're doing good, by having our tax dollars go to programs, and we think we're helping the less fortunate. But what we're really doing is trapping the less fortunate and then making all of us less fortunate. Does that make any sense? It, we're makes, con- it makes perfect well, sense. We're condoning this idea of instead of helping our neighbor, let's just condone a program in which we get grant dollars, which is our tax money, where the government refunnels it, where everybody takes their, their part and then refunnels it back to us in affordable housing. But that affordable housing is a trap. It also deprives us of suburbs and the middle class. Yet everyone thinks that they're doing this great thing and they're patting themselves. Look at me, I'm a great human being. I'm all for affordable housing. Everyone less fortunate than me should have a house. That's not what this is about. It's about actually stripping away what you have to make us all less fortunate. Here's the problem with this affordable housing nonsense. Mm -hmm. Uh Throughout the history of the country, every time they've tried this, it's failed. Cabrini Green was the first one in Chicago. Mm-hmm. They built this big monstrosity right. of public housing, and it failed. And it failed, and it continues to fail. 
Yes. And what do they do? They build more of it, like in my city. Yep. For some reason, we're idiotic enough to keep going, yes, can we please have some more? Can we please have some more? And now we've transformed our city. Our city looks like a city within the city yep. when you get to the outskirts of our city. It's almost amazing to me how much they're doing of this. And they're saying, well, we're doing it with free dollars. They're not free. It's our tax money that's being sent in to deprive us eventually of the suburbs. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Caller, you're live. All right. Hi, caller. I guess the other caller hung up. Hi, caller. Go right ahead. Hey, y'all. Hi. Um, I, I, hey. I, I hope y'all are doing well. Good. You too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. I live in a small town of about 6,000 people. Okay. And there are no shiny high-rises being erected here. Mm-hmm. So thinking in terms of Agenda 2030, I'm thinking we're talking geographic relocation. Ah, Wow. Yeah. And we're talking nine years to go or so. I'm trying to warn people about this around here. Right. So, I don't know. Is your guest gone? Yes. Yeah, okay. I would have asked him for validation on that. But doesn't that make sense to you? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think they're going to bulldoze towns like this, return it to nature as a playground for the rich and powerful. Yep. (laughs) And then everyone's stuck stuck in in the mini slums, right? And that's kind of what they're... What they're about. I know. Thank you for the call. I really appreciate it. You know, this is a bigger problem than people think it is. But there are people out there that are uh, heavily left, let's say, and even a lot on the right, who think they're doing a good thing because someone out there is getting a home because it's affordable. That's not what's going on. And so everybody is under this, this delusion that they're actually making, they're actually helping somebody. If the government would get out of the way, you would see solutions for every kind of economical home, but you wouldn't have to get rid of the suburbs to do it, okay? Builders would build homes that weren't so great for a low price, and people would move into them that could afford them. You know, like, say, how we did this, like, 40, 50 years ago, right? And they would build the zooped-up homes, the real nice homes, for those that could afford those. And guess what, folks? Usually, like I know us, we started out in a neighborhood. I, I still call it Compton, even though it's not Compton. But, <laughs> but you know, it was a it was sort of like the like the <clears throat> kind of druggy apartments. You know, the oh, yeah. that's what we call them anyway. But when we started out, we had to kind of start out in lower housing because we couldn't afford much as a young family. Then you move on up, moving on up, you know, like the Jeffersons. You move on up into the neighborhoods you can afford because you're doing well because of the opportunities you provide for yourself. Mm -hmm. Okay. But what's happening here is they're getting paid not to move out. They're getting paid not to work. So they stay forever. And then those apartments, well, it's a whole cycle that we've already talked about. I won't go through the whole thing again. But it is kind of amazing what we're allowing to have happen here in America. We're really what we're doing to Africa. People don't understand what we're doing to Africa. But we're doing the same thing over there using NGOs, using our tax dollars through government slash not government entities that compete with us, right? Compete with somebody in capitalism trying to do this very same thing. That's what we do over in Africa to keep them down, to actually keep that continent down. Yep. From prospering, but they're doing the same thing over here. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Kate, Tom was really good. He was good, huh? Yeah, he was great. Very good. Hey, uh, these places they want us in can become instant prisons. Uh huh. 
Yeah, they can. The control is insane what they can do. And he wasn't joking around when he said they can control with the smart meters exactly when you have your electricity on, what you're doing, where you go, and then also your transportation because they're trying to build all of these very inclusive cities where you don't have to have a car and you just can bike everywhere. And so this is why they're building a gazillion bike trails and everyone goes, but it's just biking. It's great. What's wrong with biking, Kate? You're just mean. That's not it. It's the fact that they're all implementing all of this so that eventually we're sort of locked down into a community, right? That's kind of what they're going for, correct? Correct. And the middle class saves the world. Yep. Yep. And uh, we are going to all be the lower class, but people don't realize it. Thank you so much. (laughs) That's what people don't get. We'll all be the lower class. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Uh, yeah, a couple of points. Sure. Yeah, the last point you just made, what a utilitarian argument, uh, socialism, because this is socialism, mm-hmm. uh, it spreads the poverty. Uh, everybody's poor will be poor and when you reach your ultimate goal, except the ruling class. Right. Exactly what we had in the Soviet Union. Uh, six hours was the average wait to in line for uh, goods and services and groceries and things like that. Uh, and only the rural class uh, drove the Mercedes and so forth. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I wanted, that's a utility argument, much more important argument than that, much more important the moral argument. Right. Socialism is rooted in theft. And so we, we should, when we start saying that the utilitarian argument is more important than the moral argument, we're losing sight and uh, our best argument. No, it but people don't understand the utilitarian people. argument. This is why we keep bringing it up. They don't understand the cycle we're in because everyone wants to pat themselves on the back and say, see, America's so great. We have all this government housing for those that can't afford housing. They have bought into the moral argument and then turned it into the utilitarian argument. No, no, they, they bought into the utilitarian argument, you meant. Yes, yeah, the moral yes. argument is theft. So the moral argument, you, there is no reason to go to any utilitarian argument. Right, even exactly. We yes. win all those yes. because the moral argument, you should not, government should not steal your money <laughs> exactly. to give to others, use coercion. Exactly. But I, the other point I wanted to make is that I wanted to call in on, and talk to Tom. Uh, I, you know, I've been studying Agenda 21 about 28 years. I used to lecture on this. And it, there's a smoking gun that actually literally says their goal is to remove the people from the suburbs and the rural areas. Uh, and I don't know if it's in Gender 21, it's about 1,100 pages long, I encourage people to read it, or the book that would basically uh, gave the uh, uh, explanation of mm-hmm. what wasn't clear in Agenda 21. It's similar to the the Federalist Papers, uh, mm-hmm. Madison and uh, Jay and, and Hamilton explaining the uh, Constitution of People, and it's called the, uh, you're probably familiar with Agenda 21, the Earth's uh, Strategy to Save the Earth by Daniel Sitzar. Mm-hmm. And Sitzar basically explained what wasn't clear in that. And it was either Sitzar's book or the Agenda 21, they outright said they didn't use the word hurting, but they used another word, meant exactly the same thing. We must get the people out of the rural yep. country, into the cities, and even out of the suburbs. At first, mm-hmm. I couldn't understand why is that suburbs are so important, right. but that's exactly Haven't you what noticed, they're doing. Though? Of course, destroying property ownership mm-hmm. in the suburbs is the first step. Haven't, you, have haven't you noticed, though, that Biden always talks about this? He always talks about how stupid rural people are. Blacks, <laughs> Hispanics, and rural people. He yep. lumps everyone in together, and then he says, we're so stupid we can't get on the internet. We don't know how to use the internet. And by the way, they're giving out grants to get on the internet in the year 2021, uh, giving free money to cities because we're 
we're all so stupid out here. I mean, that's yeah, basically the constant. What do we do if we're, say we're blacks or Mexicans, these saying those insulting uh, things to us? We still vote for him because uh-huh. we rule based on collectivism. He is still our tribal's chief. He is still giving us, bringing home the bacon to us. Right. So this is what uh, why we look the other way when they do all these wrong things. I but, agree uh, with you. Yeah, and the one last point about what uh, uh, Tom said. Better hurry. You know, mm-hmm. we call it the communism. Mm-hmm. The goal, when you read Agenda 21, you read these books, it is totalitarianism for the whole world. They want to control every resource and every human action. And that's, uh, people have read the book, uh, Agenda 21, come to yep. that exact conclusion. It I is agree. complete enslavement of the planet. Thank you for that. I really agree with that. We're going to take calls right after this break, but it's just amazing to me what we dupe ourselves into because we want to be nice. You know what's nice? is when we used to help our neighbor just without government involvement at all. Yeah. That was a great time in our history because we actually went out and helped each other and that was true helping. That was true giving. That was true service. Now we bolster up programs to help people and then we pat ourselves on the back and we say we're a nice human because we like the idea of all of this affordable housing, but the affordable housing is there to trap us and we don't realize it. So everyone's playing a part as their cog in the wheel. If you're a city council person or county commissioner, they love it because they get brownie points immediately election time. Be right back. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Pretty hard this time. I thought I'd seen it all. But as it turns out, I have to change my skin to live this one down. We gotta be less white. Be less white. These liberals gone wild and they lost their minds. We gotta be less white. Be less white. I'd really appreciate it. Right. I need to be. Well, really, you've got a problem, and that problem is uh, your whiteness. You're incredibly white. I mean, I'm looking at you right now, and you're just this hugely bright color of white. I mean, I just wish you'd tone it down, apparently, if you could. That's why I quit wearing the sheets. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, caller. <laughs> Sorry. Um, balance of... <laughs> balanceofnature.com just go there and get the supplement what else do I need to say people this is the best food supplement on the planet balanceofnature.com get there get some extra get your food storage going and if you haven't yet you guys getting the raincoat after it rains doesn't do a whole lot of good you gotta get it now get a little each week and make sure you have extra balance of nature on hand go ahead and put the code Kate in And when you put the code Kate in, you'll get 35% off. You can't get better than that. 35% off. It is amazing. Do it. Please, 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 please go get balanceofnature.com so I know you're all right. This has your 31 fruits and vegetables per serving per day. This is something you definitely need in your food storage. Prices are going to keep going up on on, uh, groceries and produce. And uh, by the way, this is the best time to get it. So get 35% off by putting in the code Kate at balanceofnature.com. Uh, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Yes. Hey, Kate. I was looking to you earlier and I couldn't get through, but I sure. want to talk about that 
uh, name change for Dixie State. Oh, yeah. Usually we do that in the local hour. Um, so we'll talk oh, about it sorry. generally because usually that's the local hour. But uh, in the we are. We're going through what the country's going through. And so if you want to talk about that generally for a second, I'm fine with that. Usually we just stick to local topics in the local hour. But go right ahead. What was your question? Well, I just, real quick, you mentioned the names of all the board of trustees. Yes. That were, you know. Selling us involved out? Involved with changing the name. Yeah. You know, it would be great if we could post those names somewhere so people know who they were. Yeah. Not just hear about them on the radio, but actually post their names. I and agree. Maybe their place of business. Well, I mean, you know, their their names uh, should be enough because they're all like like the Washington County uh, superintendent over the school board. I mean, Larry uh, Bergeson, everyone knows who that is locally. So those names should speak for themselves. But I tell you what, people need to know who sells you out. They, you need to know. I don't know. You know, That's I mean, right. it's right um, there on their website. You know, Devin McDonald, he's the, the owner and manager of our local Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Yeah, you know, people need to know who he, sells us out. If he's not willing to support my community, I'm no longer willing to support him. Yep, and I feel the same. If we all that maybe he would, and they, mm-hmm. would maybe look and see what their community is doing for them. Right. And they should give back a bit more. Hey, you know what? I agree with that because uh, all of them bought into the lie that we're a racist city, and I don't know why they came here in the first place with their businesses if we're so racist and hateful. But this is going on across America. I really appreciate your phone call. Thank you for that. This is going across America right now. So this isn't even a local issue. This is an issue for all of us. You have to be less white, apparently, because all of our, our the, those that are making the liberals very happy, and my own college board here is making liberals very happy in my own community. They're very liberal, and people didn't realize this. Um, and so, and they're very white, apparently. Apparently, not one person of color on the whole state board, yet they're accusing the name, uh, we have a name called uh, Dixie here because it's uh, it's the southern part of the state and we grew mm-hmm. cotton here. It has nothing to do with uh, with slavery, yet we, you know, they, they think that the name brings the slavery thing. So that's what's happening in my local community and they're trying to out the name Dixie on our college. Well, this is going on everywhere in the country right now because you have these liberals. They, they're not from the community. They get into on these boards. Most of the people on our own committee are not from here. They tell everyone how racist they are and how hateful they are, even though they came here. Mm-hmm. So we must not have been too bad. And then they come here, and now they switched our name of our, our Dixie College name to uh, Utah Tech. Well, Utah's racist, right? That name's racist. I mean, obviously, it's a Native American yep. name, a whole other slew of problems, right? But we're not ever supposed to mention that because they're bending over backwards trying to be so liberal in their cause of changing everything that they seem to make a lot of headway doing these kinds of things. And it's going on in every community. The thing with the housing is this, and I had my kids watch Mully last night. Mully is a show about this guy who's a billionaire. Um, he has this experience. God tells him to lose his money. First, he's an orphan. Then he's a billionaire. God tells him to lose his wealth and concentrate on saving these kids. But he wanted to be self-sufficient. And one remark that he makes in this movie, and what a great movie for your kids to see, by the way. You know, you could tell the filmmaker really wanted to hone in on the on the climate change, self-sustaining thing. You could kind of tell that's where they wanted to bend it. But he made a comment that said, we want to be we want to be self-sustaining, self-sufficient, because the Western world has made us dependent on donations from them. Okay, And my kids turned to me and said, "Um, um, you know, why is it that Africa can't get ahead? 
And I said, it's because NGOs that are not official government entities, but get our government money, get our money, our tax dollars, go to Africa and they compete with them. So if they go down and bring free shoes paid for by us, now we are trying to compete with the cobbler that lives in Africa. Well, they can't compete with free shoes. They go out of business. They're telling us to leave so that they can have an economy. Yeah. We don't allow it because so much money is given to these NGOs. They're doing that in America right now. And they're doing it with housing and everything else. You guys, in the 1950s, we did not have a poverty problem in America. Robert Kennedy went down to a couple places in Mississippi and a couple places in the Deep South and said, these communities have a problem. And that means it's systemically nationwide. Okay, that wasn't the case. It was mm, a lie. Yeah. So what they did was Lyndon Johnson then built the welfare program and government money going into this welfare program to create socialism in America. And the reason I say that is because if we don't understand that this, this problem was invented in America at a time when you could, if you worked hard, you could get into a home. If you worked hard, you could go up the ladder at, at work. You could get a job. You could, uh, opportunities everywhere. So they invented this poor class that has only grown out of this dependency because now we're basically paying people to stay home. So city officials, what they do is they have sort of given themselves, and I know this because I know a lot of city officials, even in my own area that do this. What they do is they say, we got more free money. Look at me. I'm fabulous. I'm wonderful. Look at me. I got free money for you. And what they do is they gauge their success as an elected official on the fact of how much money, dollar signs, they can bring in, but they don't tell you it's our money to begin with. What they tell you is, oh, this isn't tax dollars, this is grant money. They call it grant money. Like it's free. Like it came off a tree. Like you pick it like fruit. It's all free. It's all free. So then what they do is they turn around and they say, look at me. You need to reelect me. I'm a total tool, but you need to reelect me because I care about the money. Okay. Let me put it this way. How would you feel about a dad who only came home to say, I got you some cash. I took it from somebody. I got you more cash family. Instead of I spent time with you or I allowed you to learn responsibility or I'm a good dad because I allowed all these things. But what if they pinned their their idea of being a good dad on the fact that they just took money from somebody and gave it to you? You probably wouldn't love that very much. Probably wouldn't create a lot of happy memories for you. That's what they do with cities. The elected officials and the mayors, they all stand there and they go, we got you money. The governor goes, we got you money. My own governor in my own state has gotten so much in COVID bucks, $103 billion in COVID dollars. You know what he does? He pats himself on the back and then he turns around in his very soft feminist voice. Look at me. Look what I did. And then look, can we put Wi-Fi on the picnic tables in Salt Lake City? Look at me. Look how amazing I am. I'm getting all this money for us. And this is exactly what we're supposed to do is applaud. Don't applaud that. Say it's our money to begin with. I don't want my money funneled back to me. I just want to be able to give you less of it. (laughs) That's what we should be saying. But we don't say that. So then when they come up with the schemes of affordable housing, and a lot of contractors are paid through affordable housing, 
We go somewhere in us. We go, oh, goody, somebody that can't get a home gets a home. But they're getting it through our money, our tax dollar money. Not because they're earning that. They're just getting this as a subsidized housing effort. Then what happens is the subsidized housing effort takes over. So it's a problem. These attacks on private property also are growing across the country. The Biden administration is backing the bans on single family home zoning as part of its official policy, you guys. Banning single family home zoning. Landlords are being labeled the new boogeyman. Okay, we have a huge problem going on in America and there are people too stupid to realize it. They're feeding the problem. They're the cog in the wheel. We have mayors going more affordable housing and we get how much money and how much subsidized? Oh, goody. Let's build it. Well, why was there no shortage of housing during COVID? Why was there shortages of everything else? But guess what we didn't have a shortage of? Affordable housing, and we didn't have a shortage of masks. Magically, it's like the little leprechaun, like it's magically delicious. Oh my gosh, you guys. Sometimes we fail to connect the dots. Do you know, I I love that Carrie Madaj put this up, Dr. Carrie Madaj. She said, boy, 1945 was a big banner year. You know the two things that started that year? Number one, we were told to drink eight uh, glasses of water a day. Do you know what the other one was? They started fluoridizing the water in 1945 in the same year. Did it dumb us down to the point where we don't see any of this? What what do you think, Uncle Milty? Because I never saw a shortage of affordable housing. In fact, so much cropped up during COVID bucks, COVID dollars. I, I think there's a certain percentage of people that are not affected by fluoride, Mm -hmm. fluoride, Mm -hmm. and the other 90% are dumb as rocks. (laughs) Dumb as rocks. (laughs) Well, we have a problem now. So the government doesn't, government is now blaming racism. They're preferring to pretend that denying people who can't afford to pay the rent to live in in your property is discrimination. We're going to get to the point where now... Um, your landlords have no say, even they're the, they're the ones that own the property. Discrimination laws passed, so if somebody that's gay has a horrible, horrible record of renting, you better have to rent to them, right? Because of the fact that if you don't, they're going to say it's because it's gay. they're gay, not that's because right. they have a horrible record. Then on top of it, as a landlord, it's going to be discrimination, right? If you don't give them a low enough cost on their rental. If the Biden administration is saying that they are going to put a ban and they are putting a ban on single family home zoning, they're doing a lot more mixed use. They're doing a lot more public private partnerships. Ask your city how many public private partnerships they're doing, because I'm going to tell you the number went up because the city council people and the mayors are too stupid. I, I hate to say this and I'm being mean today. I don't care. They're ruining America and they're the cog in the wheel and they don't even see it. Wake up. Because we're losing our country. We're losing our middle class. And I'm not okay with that, and you shouldn't be either. Tell these mayors and these city council members to stop delivering dollars to you that's your own money to begin with. In grant money. It's a lie. Ask your city 
when it started that they could have more than one family living in a 1,000 square foot apartment. Yeah. Welcome to California where three yeah. families live in a three single dwelling. Three families, four families, you know 22 what? cars. Yeah. It's, it's, it's amazing what's happening to our country and people are cogs in the wheel. And they don't even know they're playing a part. They don't even know they're dancing to that tune. Please wake up. Please, I beg you. And stop running for office and doing the same damn thing when you get in. I swear people lose their minds when they get into office. They become the biggest puppetry. Where are the people with a backbone? I would love to meet them, right? I know of a couple that are running for office right now that actually have a backbone. And I applaud that they're running. I hope they don't lose it when they get in. Because we have this problem in America. No one will stand up to it. Mayors, stop with the affordable housing. City council members, stop patting yourselves on the back by delivering dollars to the community. We've got enough. We're good. Quit putting money in as the, as the, as the carrot. It doesn't make you special. and It doesn't make you a good councilman. It doesn't make you a good county commissioner. and doesn't make you a good mayor. Teach solid principles because the other is kind of like delivering sugar to a kid every single day. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they'll love you in the short term. Who doesn't love sugar? But it's bad for us. That's the point. Stop being a deliverer of the bad. Please, we're ruining this country. We'll be back tomorrow. I'll be back tomorrow. I've got I've got uh, Chris Ann Hall tomorrow instead of Thursday. And, of course, uh, Susan's going to be joining me for an hour and a half. And so it'll be a great show tomorrow. Thanks, Uncle Milty. Be faithful. Be fearless. Get to the podcast, katedallyradio.com.